episode 179, Hella Bass Bass Fishing Podcast. We're going to talk about some of the surprising new BF NPFL anglers on the 2024 roster. Some big name veterans, some old veterans, some young, hot shot up and comers. Lots of interesting names. We're also going to talk some about some of the pros switching brands of boats and new motors and things like that. And also, kind of a surprise guest, Baitman joins. We talk about fishing and baits and a whole bunch of other stuff. Just a cool night hanging out to start the new year, 2024. Lots of cool things coming up. And uh, stay tuned to find out the details on when Gary Dobbins is coming on the next podcast. This week, the Hell of Ass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle. Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. It has been a year of shakeups and professional fishing, roster moves, people doing different things, going to different leagues, unqualifying, requalifying, everything you could imagine. And now we have the final roster from the MPFL. You probably question whether that's a real league or a pro league or a stepping stone league. That's completely uh, debatable and up for debate. But there are some pretty surprising names on the roster for MPFL that we need to talk about and uh, kind of lay it out. So that's really the main focus tonight. We're also going to talk about the Hellabass Games, the PHL Powerhouse Lithium, and talk about who's in, how many are in, and if you still have time to get in or not. And we'll just kind of do some, you know, new year, new Hella chatter, talk to see how people, how they're, uh, their, their Christmas went, their year, what we're going to do, talk about upcoming guests, streaming nights, things like that. It'll all be uh, up for grabs tonight and on the docket. Good to see everybody hanging out in the chat here. Live chat, Lauren, Lightning, Gravy, Tom. Look good. Well, watch. Oh, new boat. You guys want to go watch it and be surprised. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Steve? Hookem and Landon says, anybody going to the Bassmaster Classic? Um... I am going to do my best to try to get there. Uh, the fishing schedule this year, I don't know if I have as much um, time to go. I'm going to have a booth there. Um, plan to go there. We'll see how that turns out. Uh, Tyler says he's going. Tyler, you went last. Tyler, is that right? Am I thinking of you? Is that the right Tyler? 
He's going to be there. Tyler said he got his whatnot winnings giveaway today. That's cool. I think you also bought some stuff later, didn't you? I think I sent that. Bobby Balson in the house. And flats. Yeah, my daughter likes playing hockey. She doesn't really like watching hockey that much. Yeah, I had last year in Knoxville was my first time. Definitely was a good time for sure. My sound is wanky going in and out. Well, that's not good. Audio started getting iffy. What's what's going on here? Not sure why that would be. Didn't stop her from taking the truck to the uh, the tanning salon tonight. So weird for you. Let me. Uh, what's going on? Is that better? Settings. Yeah, Rich G is a savage on whatnot. Worse. All right. Well, let's uh, go back into audio. Try this. Mike. Up a little bit. Better. All right. Better. Let's see. I think look at it's flying in. Sorry for Bass After Dark fans. We had to change things up. So one thing this year definitely will be something we have to work around is I have now started putting my daughter's soccer practice on Monday. So sometimes it'll be Wednesday, sometimes it'll be Thursday. So keep in tune. Next week we will be on Wednesday. Next week will be, I wore this hoodie, Gary Dobbins return. Many of you have asked, many of you have pleaded, when are we going to get Gary Dobbins back on? The answer is next Monday night at usual time. That's for you, Kyle. And that's new. Uh, that's happening. I know many of you have been asking for this connection, really. This is not what we wanted tonight. Let's see here. Robbins does have a website. It's pretty good. Like, I feel like it's a pretty extensive website. It's been around for quite a while. I'm lagging now. What is going on? Reset the router. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. 
Not that I'm aware. No storm. I did sign up for the three opens in the Northern Division. I'm already confirmed. Haven't really talked about that, but yeah, I am. Now you got me all frazzled dazzled about this. Internets. Why am I why am I struggling? I was literally I can just I can actually pull up the Dobbin site. It's as far as I know. I was gonna do a video on that. So when I release my video about how things change about the schedule, so you guys to watch it even though I told you on stream. I don't know, maybe there's something in your security settings or I don't know, but uh I can uh Plain as day, see the Dobbin site. Here's the new travel rods, uh, Champion HP. You can shop there. You can go check out all the models. Omnia carries a pretty good chunk of them, but not fully complete. But yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I think it might be on your end. Hook them in land. There you go, Steve. It does give you some inside knowledge. Who do you think is going to win the first elite and underdog pick this year? Should have to. Who's do? We're not. Are we going to Champlain? I feel like I was always said Fighter was going to get his first win at Champlain, but now after seeing how it fished this year and Largemouth didn't play in Milfoil. I don't know. I feel like I'm going you know, to waffle on that pick. I have to study the schedule. Nothing jumps to mind. Jay Lee, not really an underdog. Yeah, I do Chrome. So that's my main browser. Yeah, those travel rods look good. Uh, yeah, accepting cookies, clear your cookies. Maybe in the HTTP. Type in the S after it. I don't know. These websites get funky. Are we are we stabilized at all, or are things still rough? Yeah. So you're you're with Stephanie. She got a what a top ten on the uh, last event of the year. Is that right? Or one of the last events? I think it was you follow. Which champion do you got? It's meh. It's rough. That's weird. What is going on? Hmm. Maybe I should take myself out and bring myself back in. Un momento. I don't think that's going to work, so I can't completely remove myself. What's up, Kevin? How are you doing? Maybe I should turn the volume up a little bit, see if that works. I did bump my mic a little bit. I wonder if that... Kids might be on Wi-Fi, but that's normal. I actually reset everything, but although I did 
That helped, I think. Oh, we're going to be like the new low budget live. Sounds good now. All right. I was trying to get to a couple of things here. Let me actually. We are, as always, presented by Arsenal Fishing. That hasn't changed. And boosted by Powerhouse Lithium. I feel like I lost, I forgot how to shoot. Uh, years. Put things back in track. I guess it was good that we didn't have a guest. All right. Everybody pouring in. Uh, we do have a new code for uh, Omnia. And if you guys haven't seen, I posted it to some of the socials and things like that. The code is not quite so easy to decipher, and you're probably not going to be able to guess it every month like you have in the past. So you are going to probably have to come and check either my community post or something like that, or look in the video to see that's pretty up. Here's the new code down on the bottom of the screen. OMHB134XW. Later on, maybe the podcast or just listening along on Facebook or YouTube. That is the new code for 15% off for January. We still have new codes, but they're not going to be so predictable. So you can figure that. The Arsenal codes, the Powerhouse Lithium codes, those haven't changed. Uh, yeah, Washington State. Are you a, uh, a Husky fan? Are you feeling the natty? Bateman, you're more than welcome to jump in if you want to. Thought that your truck is fixed. We talked about getting together tonight. I, I posed the idea that we do a joint stream and then do a joint member stream later tonight. I'm not sure what's going on. I've heard that Dobbins has went to more map pricing, but it doesn't seem like American Legacy is being held to that restriction. So um, I don't I don't know. I understand all that. Can we get clarification from Gary next week? I think they said that the codes were popping up on sites like Honey, some of those sites. So they wanted to make it a little more predictable because I think people were hearing it. I'll, uh, I'll send it to you on email, Bateman, if you want to join before we get into the meet. Peter's got a good question. What's everyone's favorite mid-depth 7 to 11 foot crankbaits? We're going to have a quick uh, word from our good friends at the Dream Team. And I'll be back in a moment. Are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance? Supreme Lending's Dream Team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process from pre-qualification to closing. We have a wide variety of home loan programs in our tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options. You can ask Hellebass. He trusted us to help finance his home. Contact the Dream Team today by searching Supreme Lending Dream Team or click the link below in the description or scan the QR code on your screen.
I'm back. What's going on? Thanks to the Dream Team for popping in. I can see. If you, we're running over on Instagram. I can't see the chat there. I don't see any questions. But. Lots of good. I, I'm definitely a DT10 kind of guy. Does DT6 count as a, what was the original? 7 to 11 foot. That That is definitely not a DT6. So I would say DT10. AJ? Vote for the six cents C15. Little job. What is one that is definitely a little bit underrated? So, currently, we have eight people eligible for the powerhouse lithium batteries. And I think I will extend that till next week. And then we'll cut it off. And I'm going to go to Mexico the week of the 15th. So there will be no stream, but we'll figure out how we pair that down from April winter in the second half of January. So for those not familiar, Santa Marte has offered up for those that, you know, and I, I kind of wanted to run this a little longer because I feel like. I wanted to give people the chance to get in this because it's a pretty good, uh, awesome opportunity here uh, from Powerhouse. So Powerhouse, uh, we gave away uh, one of their 6-amp hour 12-volt ice batteries, kind of like a Vexar battery. We gave away one of those in a charger. I think it was Top Toad that won that back in December, right before Christmas. That's the larger package. Uh, giving away a 16-volt 48-amper, which is this $525 battery plus a charger, so basically be a $600 package. And this will run two 12-inch graphs in a live scope and box all day. There are eight of you eligible now, so be a subscriber, become a member, or be a member already. Any of you are already members already. Uh, you know, the guys uh, like Tom here, uh, Tyler, AJ with little symbols next to their names, the little special colors in the chat. Um, well, Lightning won the battery pack. Actually, Top Toad actually purchased them, and so did Brian uh, on the sale. Um, and yes, so that's the first step. And then the second step was to make a purchase either at Powerhouse Lithium or Omnia using my code and sending me a screenshot or a screen grab either on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Um, which many of you already do that anyway. So right now there's eight of you in. There's still, I'll give it one more week. I'll give it until basically the 10th, the night of the Gary Dobbins stream. We'll mention it one more time. I basically give it till the end of next week to get in. And right now there's eight people in Hella Games eligible for that battery. So right now we're down to one, you know, could go a little more, but right now these eight people are basically a one in eight chance to get that. Um, how much is the membership? Uh, Hook'em Landon. Uh, if you go down, depending if like if you go look at the join right under the video, if you're on a mobile device, you might have to hide the live chat. Uh, was $2.99 the lowest membership per month? So it's a pretty good deal. Like, uh, and then on top of that, I do usually at least one members-only stream per month. You get do early release content. Uh, randomly, I'll do some members-only videos. You get the badge next to your name. Emojis, your old fantasy fishing group. I share my fantasy fishing uh, during the lake calculator planner. 
members. Another way for a couple bucks a month to actually get support the channel a little higher level. But I do try to give a fair amount back. Plus, there's a fair amount of giveaways in the members only streams. Uh, you know, like and not crazy. I'll do bonuses like on the Omnia. Like around Christmas, if you want a giveaway in December, I think I threw in twenty dollars gift cards for people that were mem members. So uh, I think Daiwa they've been enforcing the net profit pricing. So I think both and Dobbins, unfortunately, they've been enforcing the map pricing. It's worth checking the codes early in the month. Sometimes early in the month, unofficially, I've heard that sometimes the codes work. So it's no hurts to test it. Um, sometimes they still. All right. 513 Plumbing. Uh, I believe, I feel like you've been a member before, but welcome back. I'm pretty sure you've been uh, in the mix before. So uh, if you want to enter the PHL giveaway, then uh, make a purchase at Omni or Powerhouse with the code and send me a little screenshot. It can be literally one pack of worms. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything special. I suppose uh, we'll give them the, the welcome back. One of us, one of us, one of us. I need to do a video one with the sound. I need to work on it. I keep saying I'm going to do that. Um, thank you, 513. Cool. So that's that. Just a rundown. Just YK, Daniel T, Top Toad, AJ, Dax, Greg, Tom, and Jacob are the ones that are in right now. As of. That is that. So. A couple of people have been asking about the whatnot. Um, Nate says he's been having fun. Whatnot is not planned. I'd like to get one in before I go to Mexico, January 13th. We'll see. I kind of try to do them when I can fit them in or when my kids and family are going to be out doing stuff so that I'm not occupying time that I can do stuff with them. Plus, it takes me a while to like gather stuff because I kind of, I'm most everything that I'm selling, I find like boxes of stuff I'm not using. Like, here was my old jerkbait box, like my extra jerkbait box. We emptied that out this week, last week. We have some bandits, I've got some Mormons, I've got some nubbles, I've got some top waters that I've been eyeing up. I got this thing that I found that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if the Adam, it's just a little design. I'll use it. Evidently it was $2.99, but I feel like somebody that's into head and lures would probably. I don't know. Otherwise, maybe I'll just leave it up there as part of the stream decorations. Uh, <clears throat> probably not doing a whatnot tonight. I don't have anything planned that I like to. But for those that uh, uh, Bateman and, both, and I have both been doing whatnot, <clears throat> and we kind of do it a little different than some others, um, I think it's pretty fun. Speaking of Bateman. You ready there, Chief? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm feeling hydrated. Going back there. What's up, man? I hear you peddling your whatnot stream. You're trying to take all my sales away from me. I'm just kidding, Rich. I uh, I've just I I just uh keep missing out on the whatnots of yours to buy things because I've I've been working. So, but I did score a wiggle wart today. Uh, for eight dollars, an OG wiggle wart. So I don't think the guy really knew what he was selling. To be honest with you, 
So that's some pros and cons to whatnot. So if you guys join whatnot, whether it's me or Rich, we actually pretty much know our stuff for the most part. So that's a good thing about whatnot, though. Uh, you're going to run into some guys on that app that are just peddling stuff they picked up at a flea market and whatnot, and they have no clue, and all of a sudden, bam, you get a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people. Some I, I, Bateman and I are kind of using it to like get rid of like excess, and most of it's good stuff. It's just like we yeah. got too much, and we're just kind of pared down. I know Baxter's been doing a little bit of like going out and hunting some stuff, some to to yes. flip. <clears throat> I haven't really done. I guess I bought some stuff on whatnot uh, that I flipped. Um, I did purchase a Respect Color One Ten Junior for thirteen dollars. Ooh. That's a good deal. And I sold it for 48 on my stream. <laughs> Look, so let, let's be honest here. I work a lot, and you guys know it's hurt my channel or whatnot. And so I was doing the whatnot, and the idea really came to me, uh, and, and Rich knows, like, hey, instead of working a bunch of overtime, I can just sell tackle, which I've always been good at. I can get rid of a bunch of my stuff. And, you know, I, I cruise marketplace, and if it's a good deal – you know, I'll buy it if I make twenty bucks. Great, but a lot of it I won't. I want to pass on. But you know, got this giant box. I paid five hundred bucks for it. I've been trying to film a video, and so I want to integrate my YouTube Bateman stuff into the whatnot. I mean, do these people that are open storage buildings and whatever those videos get tons of views? But I want to show guys what to look for when you go to so and so's tackle shop. Show some vintage. And hey, if you find a bait that's worth thirty bucks, and you can get it for ten, do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, I tr I'm gonna try to be a little bit more educational and help me make some more content too. So yeah, uh, and I think I the way we do it, I enjoy it. <clears throat> like we're, we sit there and talk the baits, and we run the options yes. for thirty or forty seconds, and talk about the bait and what you're getting and what it is, and even tell like <laughs> tell a story. Like a, the first bait I ever listed was a flicker shad that I found when tackle TK Stanley and I were out fishing and we just found it on like a, a, a lily pad. And I was like, well, you know, it's only worth a couple bucks, but this is a you know little piece of history of like when we went fishing or right. something like that. So uh, here's the thing that's cool about the online auction deal. And you know, some of the stuff that I've put on, it's gone for crazy prices and I'll never say that I wouldn't pay that, but I try to be honest with people like, Hey man, this is scuffed up. It's been fished or needs new hooks. But it's kind of up to you. If you feel like that's worth more than what I think, bid it up. If you don't, don't bid on it. And some stuff that didn't get bids, I just put it in giveaways, you know. So, and I, like yeah. Rich G, uh, well, I haven't seen him tonight, but like big active uh, Visor Gang member, and uh, he he purchased a Cull Shad for me for like twenty three dollars, which is like literally double. So I had two of them. I just threw the other one in the box. Yeah, I've done that. Like you know. Like if you're like bidding a ton of stuff, I, I you know I think Bateman. Anytime you buy something new, we throw as a bait in there. I give away Visor Gang stickers to new purchasers. We like we have fun with it. It's just another way to like interact with you guys. We both multicast stream it on I think YouTube mm -hmm. and Facebook. So if you want to stay protected and just want to watch the bait talk, you can watch it on Facebook and, and YouTube. But if you want to get in on the bidding, then you can just download the the whatnot. Yeah, when I do eventually, I'll do my sports cards. I'm not gonna put that on YouTube. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I mean, if you did, you'd have to almost just do a different channel. Yeah, pretty much. Fasten with uh, Big Malone, the new code is on the bottom of the screen right now, if you look right in the center, uh, right there. 
a little you, less predictable than before, but we do have the new code. It always is in the video description. So anytime you want to go, just pick on one of my videos, see see more in the description, scroll down, it'll be there. Um, and then uh, Bateman has a link for Tackle Warehouse. So if you shop uh, Tackle Warehouse, go to one of Bateman's videos, and he's got yeah. a shoppable link. Helps out his channel too. Obviously, there's things that you know the hookup and Tackle Warehouse and a few places that Amia doesn't carry, and you know sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I think. I, I've shopped at Amia. That was the first place that had the uh, chick magnets, and I ordered there and used your code. That was a while back, and, and I ordered something else last year. I haven't really ordered hardly any tackle, you know. Yeah, Darius. Uh, I mailed Darius Bates on accident. Like I packaged his stuff up, slapped the label on there, and I'm like, "Gosh dang it!" I was going to deliver him, and I was like, "Well, that's hard to package. He'll get it in a day." <laughs> What's up, Powerhouse Lithium? Uh, yeah, the new TW site's a little different. Uh, I get what they're doing, uh, but it, it's a little different. I think just like anything, we'll get used to the change. But here's your question, Halibas. Uh, if you could use one lure for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think for me, it would be a jig. Dang, I was gonna say frog. I mean, I guess it'd be. I guess what, what? What's the context, right? Like, is it a is it a, a tournament bait where I gotta like catch my fish in a tournament? Is it a bait that I need to feed myself with? Is it a bait that I need to like just have fun with? Right? I mean, if it's just like, what is the the you know conditions aside and the thing you like fishing the most? Sure, probably a frog. If it's like if you have one bait and you gotta fish all your tournaments and you gotta cash checks with it, it's probably a you know, half ounce bass tech jig <laughs> um, that I can do just about anything with and cover any water column. If it's like, you got to feed yourself, then it's probably like a, you know, a little bandit 100 or a, a shaky head or something like that. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I said this, I was on a little stream with uh, a guy named Tyler on another line and Tyler wall, a really good guy. They asked me the same question. And uh, not everyone thinks it'd be crankbait for me, but, I'm a Bastrix guy, and for fun, it's an awesome bite. I've caught them in tournaments on it. Uh, there's just a lot of nostalgia with it. For me, it's a swim bait that really got me into swim baiting, and they still bite it really well. And, uh, yeah, if I could just have one bait, big sack of Bastrix and some beast hooks, and I'll go play anywhere, you know. It's an awesome bite, man, when they eat that thing. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Hall, welcome. I uh I Got sidetracked when you joined and oh Jerry so welcome team hella. Yeah, Jerry took me fishing, man. He's a good dude, good fisherman, and uh has a nice little express aluminum, rode good. Uh we caught a limit that day. Could have been a really big sack if I would have got the giant smallmouth in, but nice. Well Jerry's one of us, one of us, one of us now. So if you're angling to get on the powerhouse lithium uh giveaway, then just uh Make a purchase at Omnia using the code could be like literally as five dollars and um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I guess back to the, it was a question about whatnot. They do charge a percentage. It's like eBay. I want to say it's like what fifteen or eighteen percent by the time it's all done. Yeah. Um, so every now and then they'll run promotions for sellers, and you need to jump on those uh, because there's a huge difference between them running a special only 5% versus it's, it comes down to about 
14 to 15 percent. It's so everyone thinks you make a whole lot of money and you really don't. And you know, I would tell Halabastus now or anybody that decides they want to sell some tack on whatnot, first use one of our affiliate links so we all get some credit. Uh, two, um, buy your bubble mailers off eBay, like, do not buy them at Walmart. I think at Walmart, I had to get some emergency the other day. It was almost $12 for six. I buy them 50 at a time for like 12 bucks. Or if your wife buys as many Amazon packages as mine do, I just recycle the Amazon bubble. Mailers. You can do that. You can do that. I'm saving the world. I'm recycling bubble mailers. Everything I send out, you will almost certainly get in a bubble mailer that either Bateman has sent me <laughs> or something from my wife has bought. Um, or or uh, I don't want people to get excited and think they got a free gift from Six Cents sometimes because I had a lot of Six Cents boxes laying around. Yeah. But I mean, you might see. I mean, if you got a bigger order, it might be an Omnia box. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, we had another uh, question. Beautiful I mean, gravy. You know. Make sure you're signed in because sometimes the Omnia site will sign you out, and that might be why it's showing you five dollars shipping. Unless you ordered something, unless they changed something with like rods or something where they put a shipping charge on, but to make sure you're signed in, uh, I would say our logout, sign back in, make sure your premium pro is working correctly. That's all something I wanted to answer and I forgot. So have you, uh, I guess a couple things, a couple people want to talk about boats here. So sure. I don't know if you saw. So Milliken's running a Yamaha. I don't know if you saw his video, but he released his video. Josh Douglas and Milliken both went to Yamaha this year. Yeah, and those bins in a Bass Cat. Yeah, uh, the new Puma STS, I think, is what it was. Yeah. And it sounds like that is a direct with Bass Cat. Rick Pierce was involved, so pretty interesting. I feel like it's kind of on brand for Ben to be in a Bass Cat. Uh, I, I like the Yamaha move. I've spent a lot of time in the Yamaha's the last few years and uh, many times with Mr. Mark and other guys running Yamaha's not one failure. So I can't say that about a Mercury and I like Mercury's, but uh, first trip out in Mercury? a new Pro XS did not work out good for us. Uh, I l I've always loved my Mercury's. My latest one has uh Left me, I'm still waiting on parts. Now the parts are now supposedly going to arrive middle of January. So my boat might be ready sometime in February. And it, 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 uh, the lower you went out October 2nd. So I'm not super happy. Well, at least Luckily it's been winter, but we had this super long extended fall. We, yeah. we just iced up again, like December 28th. I could have literally fished the longest, latest in my boat that I ever could have that I had. You might it, have so. missed the most prime time fishing you've ever had. Now, yeah, we're fixing to get an Arctic blast or something like that. Um, Chris Harness says, what about Christian Greco and Icon? He says he's stoked. Uh, so a little Icon picked up quite a few people. I know like Ty Berger on YouTube mm -hmm. and a couple other people. So a little uh, insider coming from Bateman. I got invited to go to the Icon uh facility do a little tour um of course my good buddy bo stevens if y'all know bo he's been on my youtube channel he's now the national sales manager there at icon boats so shout out to bo he's the man might try visiting him in knoxville saturday 
but he invited me to say, hey, come on, I want to give you a tour of the plant and everything. So I'm pretty excited about that. I know there's lots of talk about the expense and all that, but I'm going to go to the plant, give it a tour, give it a nice YouTube vlog deal, and let's see what these bad boys are all about. Just honest, you know, I'll give you my opinion. Can I afford it? Absolutely not. But I may get to riding one and see how the process goes. I think that stuff's interesting. As much as I like baits, I, I enjoy the bass boat aspect of bass fishing too. Everyone's got their favorite or disfavorite, uh, but I think it'd uh, be a pretty cool deal. Actually, both sent me a note as well. Obviously, it's a little more convenient for you to get down there than than me. But uh, Just tell Bo to fly you into Paducah, and we'll just ride down there together. Yeah, you think he'll do that? I don't know. It's called negotiations. Jerry wants to know what was wrong with the truck. Uh, battery. Believe That's it or not. Pretty easy one. Yeah. Not quite the crisis you made it sound like on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Well, I knew when I put Facebook mechanics up there, I'd get 5 million answers. I don't know. It just freaks <laughs> out because I'm not mechanically inclined. I can tune it. Boss a crankbait in five seconds, but diagnosing the issue in a vehicle is, is a bad deal. Nate wants to know what truck. Nate M, I have a Ford F-150, and it's a Lariat 4x4. You know what's really crazy? I'll tell you the story. So I, I bought this truck, and I was on YouTube, and I'm watching this guy, and he's from up north. I forgot his name, and uh, I'm looking at the stuff he's done to it and uh, whatnot not not the app and uh so i leave a comment I'm like hey i just bought a truck just like this blah blah, blah. you know dude messaged me and said holy cow this is bait man i watch your stuff i know who you are and i'm like damn that's wild but uh he has great channels um if you're a ford enthusiast yeah no more bait vortex max i kind of missed the 60 uh torque but um I need an upgrade for the kids. Four doors. All right. What else we got fishing boat wise? Can we start here? talking about MBFL? Yes. So it's so the Patrick Walter Zach Burge tour. Well, let's uh yeah, I mean let me I'm gonna put throw this up here. So you got double dip and sukup. So I've got it. So here's the long list and there's a hundred. Actually, they grow. I think they only had like 80, some 70, 80 anglers last year. Now they're up to 127 or something like that. Uh, so I downloaded this into a spreadsheet and sorted it and kind of picked out some names. Obviously, there's a lot of good anglers that had a lot of good success here. Um, but I wanted to, let's see here. All right. So here's a couple things to boil it down. Let me, let me uh, zoom in on this a little bit here for, so, uh, Coming back, former anglers that have had quite a bit of success here, right? We've got John Cox, Brandon Perkins, Sukup, Walters, Jason Williamson. I guess, I don't know that Jason Williamson had a great year, but he was an elite guy that was already there. Right. Uh, kind of based on the, th here's the thumbnail payoff for you guys. Here's the 10 anglers that I think are uh, the most intriguing or names that might surprise you. Uh, you got Daryl Robertson, which maybe, you know, if you haven't been watching bass fishing real close or you've, He's he has a name a blast from the past. He's an he M1 and an FLW Cup and has two million dollars in FLW winnings. So hasn't made a lot of noise lately, but he is a pretty big name. Um Jay Tucker, Tucker who's Landon Tucker's 
What? Yeah, get on Google Sheets, bud. Oh, I forget that in oh yeah. You said you Google Sheets, yeah. Uh J Todd Tucker, uh former lead series guy, uh Landon Tucker's dad, who has been fishing MPFL and has had pretty good success the last couple of seasons. I always remember him because he was the one at the big green egg app or uh rap back in the yep. day. So um I actually bought a big green egg back when they were supporting bass fishing. Oh, all right. Daryl Robinson fished him fell last year. All right. So maybe not be perfect. I didn't I didn't uh, scrub it and do V lookups from the last year. So this is a little bit based on uh memory. I didn't take quite the level of effort I did on some of my like MFL or MLF analysis, but uh yeah. So he's he's coming back. Notable name, so I guess he should be a he'll he'll we'll uh, move him to this section here. He's the returning. There you go. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> All right. So Tommy Biffle, in my MLF video, I speculated whether he would show up here, and uh, he did. So this is interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Tommy Biffle sticks stocks eh, stacks up in this five fish format, and whether he has a bit of a a, a renaissance. Uh, uh I can use my. Let me use my moderator. Oh, I'll have to do it on YouTube. I was. I've never got to use my moderator privilege on this channel. Uh, but that's if a I Twitch mean. comment in in there. Oh. So we, nobody's seeing it except for the nobody that's watching on Twitch. So don't. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Dang it! I got excited. There are two John Coxes. Is the one from Georgia back this year? I thought maybe he was taking the year uh, off. I think he's taking the year off. That's what I had heard. Uh, Evidently, his plumbing business has not stopped up and is flowing very well. There you go. Uh, you know, I didn't sort these. Zach Burge, a guy that's caught him, had very successful uh, in many levels. I get, he did dabble in the opens a little bit, but I think he had not, not finishing because the MLF contract, right? He was having yeah. a pretty good season. And then, yeah, I mean, he was he close to leave, like, the it. James River tournament because he mm -hmm. would have got fined like 20 grand or something like that. And so he had a pretty good open season going the one year and he had to bail out on it. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, Birch was former uh, Everstart champion. That's how he really got his start, you know, won the. Yeah, there was a period of time where he was at the AAA and FLW tour level was on a tear. Um, yeah, and he tier. first started out on MLF like he he was. I mean, Burge is a great fisherman. He still is, but he had this. You were just watching like is he, he's going to win one? Is it going to be this week? Is it next week? He'd be right there. He'd win the uh, was elimination rounds or whatnot and win a knockout round and then just the final day things just didn't go his way uh he's a good fisherman he's a really he fishes really fast um he covers a lot of water um he's pretty versatile i i, I could see birds winning npfl let's see that so drew cook elite series uh i would say you know consistently a top 10 aoi guy mm -hmm. in the uh the elite series a great fantasy guy in the elite series going to probably make some name. Another interesting one here, David Fritz. We kind of knew about this. He actually announced this on um, low budget live, not so live uh, with Duncan uh, when he did an interview there that he is going to fish the MPFL. So he thought a six tournament season was a little bit more his pace and he can prep her and not these back to backs and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see if this, uh, if we see a spark out of Fritz on the new schedule. 
Buddy Gross, a guy that, you know. Flies under the radar. Great fisherman. Now, I mean, but FLW into his early Elite Series years, I mean, he had two wins. In, does he have two Elite Series wins? He's got two at least blue one. Trophies. I think two blue trophies. He's cooled off the last, you know, kind of couple years, but uh, a very dangerous angler. Wes Logan, that was a name that I don't think I had heard about. Fishing. I picked him uh, a lot in fantasy, and he's paid off. I think Wes sure. is a good fisherman. Very sure. Yeah, absolutely. Pete Pons, kind of in the uh, J. Todd Tucker bucket, former Elite Series guy, uh, former Bandit pro. Back yeah, in the I was going to say, interesting fact, one of the very few pros that was ever sponsored by Bandit Lures would be I feel Pete like he was uh, vicious and Bandit. Um, I think other... he helped design the Flat Max. Um, so I haven't, I, I think he may have been dabbling in some of the FLW stuff over the years, but, um, and then Webster, does, is he a former elite? Did he drop out this past year? He, I, I don't know if he dropped out or if he's fishing both. Joe Webster's a cool dude. He's a good friend. I can't with remember the, if Justin he Nash. missed the, uh, if he was part of my analysis of those that, uh, had to drop out. I'm trying to remember. Let me see if I have those uh, spreadsheets handy. Uh... Hey, make sure you guys go give this thing a like. I'm not multi-streaming on my channel. I'm just going to hog up Rich's channel. That's right. Yeah, I don't remember. the. Uh, we had that... Uh... I know I did a uh, an analysis on the BP or the guys that you know Josh Douglas and Gerald Gleason. I just can't remember if Joseph Webster was in that bucket or not. So, um, and the last, I guess, probably, and then we got a couple more names here. So let's just start. David Williams, a guy I believe he was in the churn of the elite. He fell back out. Um, hey, uh, I forgot to tell you, do I've got to go pick my wife up at work. So. All right. I'm going to leave for like five minutes. I'll be right back. All right. I'm just going to take you out then. Webster is still on the elites. All right. Was Hank, did I miss Hank Cherry when I was sorting through my uh, list? I'm such a big Cherry fan. I, I don't know how I would have missed that. Was, why am I not seeing that when I, when I searched the name? Why am I not? Did I not copy it incorrectly? Are you talking about Hank Cherry left uh, Berkeley? Yeah, he's with a weird uh, company now that's kind of a little bit odd. So, yeah, David Williams, a guy that is, like, completely dominated on the Opens but hasn't necessarily lived up to the hype in the uh, the Elites. I think he's going to probably do well in this format of the MPFLs. But I think a name that there wasn't a lot of steam on, or I didn't think it was leaked, but Kyle Welcher joining uh, the, the, uh, the MPFL ranks and i think it's interesting because if you're not like top tenning or winning uh i don't think there is as much money in the new payout structure to uh because it's like six thousand dollar or close to it entry fee for these tournaments and it's a hundred thousand to win uh it's uh there isn't a lot of meat on the bone so it's interesting to see how well these guys do and if, if they, are they getting a bigger uh, piece of the pie uh, by fishing 
the MPFL? Um, you know, are they getting more from their sponsors by fishing more tours? Do they think they're going to, you know, consistently now they do have a championship now. So that is a no entry fee. Also check. Um, but the, yeah, that's interesting to watch. And I think this puts more eyes on the MPFL. I do think somebody said that they should have fancy fishing. Uh, I think Casey said that. And I agree. It would get more if they had fantasy fishing, more people would watch it because more people would pay attention. I do think that is true. I don't know how expensive it is to run a fantasy fishing game, um, but I would definitely follow closer. Um, Drew Cook is still fishing the Elite Series. Yep, he's fishing both. Their streaming platform, I think, is fine, but the fact that you have to go to Fix TV is a is a step that I don't know that everybody's gonna do. Uh <clears throat> Yeah, they, they definitely need probably somebody to a sponsor to step up. Uh, it's true. <laughs> the Orkin Pro is a pro now. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Fritz and Biffle have any kind of uh, uh, comeback. There you go. Some 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 betting on the MPFL. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't think there's any kind of newsletter, magazine, or anything like that for MPFL. Yeah, I'm not sure the Fritz situation. I haven't heard otherwise. Looks like Bateman says he is. Yeah, I think Hank Parker parted ways with Berkeley as well. Uh, Cherry will probably go back to fishing a 110. That'd be my guess. How'd you enjoy fishing with uh, David Williams? I always heard he's a good guy. How was he fishing with in the boat, Steve? Eleven anglers from last year's MLF Invitationals. Uh, they must not have jumped out to me as like not saying, and I don't know everybody. I I did not run pivots, uh, you know, to look up who was returning, who didn't return, who came from the MLF. I just didn't have that kind of time to. Uh... And then seven from last year's Open EQs. Okay, there you go. Glad that worked, Gravy. I actually think there was coverage is pretty good. I just, if, if I'm the MPFL and this is just me, I don't lock in with fixed TV. I don't know all the spreadsheets and the finances behind it, but I put this thing as many places as possible. I'm putting it on YouTube. I'm putting it on Facebook. I'm putting it on anywhere I can get it and trying to get as many eyeballs and as much exposure as possible. I'm not working about worrying about like locking in on any one coverage, but that's, that's my position. It hasn't even started, let alone winter hasn't even started. I'm surprised. Is there even ice on Boji? You could probably still get your boat out. Great guy. Talked all day. Didn't use live scope. 
AOI this year, I'm going to keep saying Walters until he wins it. I mean, if Walters doesn't literally almost finish last place at Santee Cooper, he actually wins AOI pretty convincingly. So on his home water, he almost finishes last. And he was within a couple points at the end of the year of, you know, being right there with Welcher. I agree. All the tours, I think, need to go to New Lakes, but there's an economics to that. Oh, baby pattern with Patrick. Oof, could be deadly. Um, This one, I think, is a double XL. This one's been through the dryer quite a bit. It's older. I don't know if this is the same cut. I would, You know what, Don? I would ask Gary on Monday. He's a big guy. I'm sure he wears some Dobbins hoodies. Uh, ask, let's ask him on uh, next Wednesday or it, call the shop, ask to talk to Bryce and get his opinion. The, the, the people at the shop know what's going on. It's like, there's only a handful of people that work at the shop. I would ask them and they'll, they'll give you a straight, you know, shooter answer. Um, we don't even, I mean, we barely have a dusting in Minnesota and it's January. Arvin, that's a, that's a good use of your time, Bobby. Yeah, Bryce is awesome. I don't even know if we're gonna be that. Are we gonna be that cold here? Lightning taking it to the wild. I see. The the wild are regressing to the mean again. The Dobbins XC is a really nice rod. I do enjoy fishing it. I probably still fish my extreme more than anything. I would be hard pressed to say that any rod is worth 400 whatever dollars it is. And I would say that like in the end, would I rather have, let's put it this way. Would I rather have two champion XP 744s or one 754 ecstasy? I would probably take two champions every time, but if you want to splurge, and have a really nice rod that's super sweet, then yeah, it's 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 all in your opinion of what the money is. But I'm never gonna be like you're definitely gonna catch two hundred fifty dollars more worth of bass by getting that rod. But um, yeah, five fifty, I guess, whatever. Like, yeah, do I want <laughs> three champion XPs or uh, one ecstasy uh, or whatever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, people love them, and I love mine, but I'm. it's hard for me ever to say, is it worth it? It's just a tough question. That's a really a personal decision. Um, sounds good, Gabe. Good job with John last Tuesday. I caught part of that interview. Um, what is the 10-day forecast? And we, We're actually below. We didn't get above freezing today, and that's like the first time we didn't get above 32 in a long time. Looks like we're not going to get up. We'll hit 33 tomorrow, and then the next 10 days we don't get above 30. Looks like next weekend when I fly to Mexico, we'll be 10. So looks like I picked the perfect time to go south, right? As we get into the single digits, head to Mexico. Uh, I'm in Minnesota. Hook them in, Landon. 
Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I think, you know, which one of these MPFL anglers makes noise for himself. And there's obviously a ton of really good, talented anglers that I did not highlight uh, that have, you know, won AOIs, won tournaments, uh, have very successful careers that are going to jump up and be in the mix. But we're just kind of talking about the new ones that are super surprising, kind of big names that people want to talk about. Let's see here. Otherwise, what's uh? That was the big thing. That was the main talking point. Like I said, next week is Gary Dobbins. Monday, we'll be floating around. I think, and then the next week we'll be off, and then probably a Tuesday show, like the whatever the twenty third, something like that. I've talked to Luke Duncan about coming on. We just got to find a date. Um, what does my hair look like with no hat? Like I need a haircut? Neat. Like messy? I don't really have any like visors handy here. Like an old... Mercury visor with a bunch of signatures on it. It's cold in the basement, though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Gary. It's been a minute since we've talked. Um, So they didn't really expand the field. It's just that they didn't get that many people to sign up last year. I think they last year were intending to cap the field, or they were shooting to get 125 or 150 or whatever, and they just didn't get that many signups. Because if you remember last year, they kind of like – they shifted the payouts and they didn't get great response. And then they shifted it late, but that was after everybody had already signed up for the invitationals or the EQs and then kind of made a push to get up to around that 7580. Uh, or like Helicolic is probably. Uh, yeah. It's the, the highest replayed and watched shows that I have are the Dobbins ones. So uh, Wednesday, January 10th. 8 p.m. is the plan. It's already scheduled. So if you go to my YouTube channel and look at the lives, you can go in and like add reminder so that it tells you. Um, yeah. Last year they were late on schedule and pails and all that kind of stuff. Put them behind the eight ball. Bernie gang stickers. I don't think that's going to be in the mix. <laughs> You'll just have to settle for the uh, these ones, Gravy. If you are a member, new members, people that signed up, if you want one of these, uh, just send me an, an email or a DM on like Instagram or Facebook with your address and I'll send. Um... Yeah, if you guys want, you can send me questions ahead of time. I've heard good things. I haven't tried them personally about the new cork grips. Um, yeah, the new travel rods. So things that I have, you know, the new cork is since the last time we talked, the travel rods, uh, expanded BFS series, um, like what they got the cull kits and a few other things out, you know, find out what's new from Gary, you know, viewer questions, lots of things to talk about. Did I say Monday stuff? I don't remember. Maybe I misspoke. Uh, they have a different 
I don't know. Did they even put those on the website or were they just a special release? I don't remember. They had like a hybrid cork. I forget. It was like last year that they did those. Brian, did you get any of those? It was like the A-Rig rod and a couple other rods that they had a special cork that they were testing. But I don't know if they're still on the website or if they were ever. ever. It was just like, a, hey, we've got 100 of these, the first people to call. And they just did like a, don't remember the exact specifics. It was the champion. I know that, but I don't know if they... remember exactly uh, was this was this a, is this an old story ec me uh minnesota tbf like their team trail or like the state and the are you talking about their state qualifier in the uh, semis, because that I think. Let me check here. So, Gull Lake is the TOC on July 19th, and then the semis are on Lahamadu on September 7th and 8th. Beanie Gang. Ah, that is slightly different than Bernie Gang. It has a much different connotation in today's climate. <laughs> Gravy. Uh, yep. I think they have a very fair, quick warranty replacement that people are pretty happy with. Yeah, it's the hybrid cork. They tested on certain rods like A-Rig rods and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it was a single, like they had like 200 of a couple different models and once they were gone, I've never fished a TFO rod. I've got all Dobbins, but the chat can, can let you know. Hook them in Landon. Uh, it's probably true, AJ. Regret is still on the website in the champion line, but is it the? I don't know if it's the new cork one or the the hybrid cork. Uh, Mike, what's my favorite Dobbins medium heavy rod for bottom contact worm jig? So I don't. I've kind of come to this where I don't really go by the the medium medium heavy. I go by the numbers on Dobbins. It's just the way I memorize them. I think a four power is a medium heavy. Um. Honestly, I would have used, I don't know, Jake Worm. I like the H, the, the DX or the HP 744. I also like the Champion 744 a lot. Now, the Champion 44 is the Jig Special, and it hits a little harder than the Extreme 744. Um, they're both really good rods, though. 
If you want something with a little bit softer action, more of a Texas rig rod, I like that HP 744. If you want something that skews a little more jig, then I'd go the XP 744 or the Champion. Still something on the specials tab I missed. Let me see here. Oh, there you go. I didn't click on the specials. Yes, all right. So the person that asked about the... All right, so if you go to the specials tab, this is the hybrid cork here. You can see they, they played around with uh, a different cork. That's I think it's a little more grippy. Most of the people that I've talked to said they liked it. So there is the 735C full handle. So that is actually, I, that's the rod I use for frogging, typically. These are actually marked down a little bit. So these are champ rods. They're only $199. This same rod in the regular cork would be $249, I think. And they have a 736 CB glass, which is their chatterbait rod. So they still have some of those left. So if you want to try out this hybrid cork, there is a jig slash frog rod and a chatterbait rod that are still uh, up there, or a big crankbait rod as well. And you, those same rods in the regular champ lineup, I'm pretty sure are 250. Come on. Right, so full handle. That's in the pitching. Seven thirty-five full handle. Two seventy. So they're like seventy dollars off. Maybe I should be getting one of those. So you're saying the specials tab is wrong, Brian? Yeah, not every... Yeah, they're pretty similar across lines, but there are some unique ones. Like the, the Jig Special Rod is like a four and a half, probably. There you go. Yep. I like the, the DX. Oh, I use it for football jigs a lot and a few other things. Let's see. Hook them and Landon asked earlier, has anybody fished Lake Texoma? Got a high school tournament in mid-February never fished it before. I have not, but I would imagine that would be a pretty good A-rig, jerkbait, smallie, largemouth combo that time of year based on what I've seen in the lake. Did see that Dustin Canal left Guggen. Hank Cherry left Pure Fishing. Yeah, it's the XP 744 or DC 744 is the jig special rod. And to me, I feel like it fishes really similar to the HP 745 for $100 less.
I don't know that Canal has announced anything that I'm aware of. Pretty good. We got, uh, I don't know, close to 100 people watching, even going head to head with Bass After Dark. That's a nice. Uh... Yeah, it's uh, got some backbone to it. The 744 definitely hits harder than other four power Dobbins rods for sure. And even compared to the 734 champion, it's a much different rod. Colby checking in. Howdy, Colby. We were talking about icon boats earlier and the new pros that have joined it. How are you loving life with your icon? Is that an intentional second P and strippers, Steve? Thanks for joining, Hook'em. Good luck in your tournament. I'm sure it was a financial agreement of some sort. I think, you know, with that interview that What's-His-Name did with Zaldane, that they have really pulled back on the pros they're working with. That might be part of it. Colby says he's loving his icon. Uh, the hangover looks pretty good. They're upstairs in the package. I could go grab them. If Bateman comes back in a little bit ways, I'll uh, maybe go grab And He's probably got one handy too. So either we'll have Bateman, if he's got one in his shop there. Otherwise, when he comes back and he uh, does a little talking, then I'll go up and grab my hangovers and we can pop one open. I haven't taken them out of the package, but I did order two from Omnia. And I think they still have a couple left. Uh, Champ Extreme doesn't have a jig special. Yeah, I would say the 745 is the jig rod. Actually, no, isn't the isn't there a 784 that they call the jig special, or they used to in the Champ Extreme back in the day? I feel like maybe. Yeah. Come on, pay attention, buddy. Jigrod, 784. Yeah, the MPT screens. I saw they have the MPT screens at Omnia now. Uh, I will... Uh, if Bateman comes back in a decent amount of time, I'll go grab one. Yeah, he, he texted me 10 minutes, but that was even... Uh, let's see how long ago the 10-minute text was. At 9-11, he said give him 10. <laughs> AJ, are you not with Horseshoe Customs anymore? Oh, so you got an aftermarket from AliExpress. That'll be an interesting experiment. You should do a YouTube video on that, Colby. It is a is a definitely more of a football jig rod. Oh, like I got some kind of spam in my Instagram. Will Livesey three peat at fork? Maybe. Well, my my uh my camera shifted at some point. Why is this thing not staying 
There we go. They do have some BFS rods. Pretty sure they're in the Sierra lineup. Right? Yeah. Dobbins, Sierra. So if you go to rods, Sierra's Ultra Finesse Casting Series. They've got a handful. What was it? Six models from 6.5 to 7.4. Zero power BFS rods. I don't know. I've never held a 784 personally. I never fished one. Oh, look at that. Colby says for 500 bucks, it's got the same specs as the 2500 NBT. It's fair. You know, if you got to work for a partner, is it really worth it? I don't know. That'd be a Wednesday question. Banks Open Kayak says the 701 is the best BFS rod they have. I'm not a BFS guy. I don't mind spinning rods, so... Yeah, that'd be a great video to do, and then you can drop an Amazon partner link in the chat and, and sell some Amazon graphs. I don't know, even for 500 bucks, I don't know that I want a 22-inch screen. I feel like I would just get in the way of my jigging and frogging. <laughs> did it, anybody get anything? <clears throat> I guess we I did have an after-Christmas stream, but we were kind of talking with... Was that when we were talking with uh, Sookup? Um, did anybody get who got the best fishing gifts on their stocking or in Christmas? I got a $60 gift card to Omnia, that was probably my best fishing gift. That's about all I got for uh fishing Christmas, which I have not spent my $60 Omni gift card. Carol, what did you get? Didn't you get a, did you get a depth finder, Carol, for your kayak? There you go. A fishing license. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Father-in-law got you a pack of 120 pack of banjo minnows. That's that's awesome. TK dropped some surprise baits. Those definitely they'll ship today finally, I think. Ooh, Lightning M got a NRX and an X Pride. There you go. AJ got two $60 gift cards. Nick got Omni gift cards and a Bubba scale. Carol got a Garmin Striker 4, I think, for her yak. Kyle, you got yourself four Coulter crankbaits? <laughs> Tom, did you get a power nap in today, buddy? <clears throat> I think, I think, I guess I, I probably got some whatnot baits <laughs> that I ordered over. I spent probably too much time hanging out in other people's whatnot streams over the break. Greg with Santa. Nothing wrong with that. Colby got a $50 gift card to Cabela's. Chris, a couple $100 TW gift cards. If you haven't spent those, you can go click the link in Bateman's videos and use those. That's functional. Not, not splashy, but a good split ring pliers is something that uh, 
keeps on giving. Ron, were you not good? Lump of coal. Oh, look at this. Sims Extreme Insulated Coat. Fancy. Very bougie. Probably been using that a lot fishing this uh, December. Ken, two Sierras and a C-Map reveal. You guys, some of you guys were much better than I was. Uh, Mike, Diwazillion. Jerry gave his girlfriend a headache. There you go. Nothing like a waiting room nap. Yeah, I ordered the, uh, I forget what they're called. The same ones that TK uses off Amazon. Toby built Pop's new rod. That's cool. There's kind of team Texas tackle split ring players. I think AJ's on Texas team. Um, and then there's the other ones. I can't remember the name. Um, Brian got his uh, dad and brothers, uh, what, the 12-volt, 12-amp or 12? You got them, the ice, the Vexlar ice fishing batteries from Powerhouse Lithium. Gabe got two-day guided trip on Bull Shoals. That should be a catch fest. Yeah, the Zuron split ring. That is correct, Brian. I bought mine off Amazon. That's the ones I've been using. Oh, look what I found. He's back. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. It, it, a five-minute rendezvous turned into we got to go to Dairy Queen. We got to do this and that. Did you get some ice cream? No. I got a six-piece uh, chicken basket dinner that's sitting in the microwave for when we get done. What did I miss, by the way? Uh, not too much. We were just talking. We were just talking. We were talking about Christmas. Did you get anything fun for Christmas? Yeah, I got tickets to Tennessee basketball game in Knoxville Saturday. Oh, that's cool. I got some sweatpants I'm wearing, um, and candy. Yeah, I just put the link to this in the chat here. If anybody like somebody was asking about what split ring players, these are the ones I've been using. These Juron off Amazon. Yeah, this these are the deal right here. Um, I had to find a tackle warehouse link. This is the Texas tackle otherwise, split rings. Yeah. Otherwise, people, you either like that's there's, you either say Texas tackle or this Euron. There's basically two camps. Yeah, I like the Texas tackle ones quite a bit. So, for those that want to try the Amazon ones, I put a link there. Uh, yeah. What's up, Monty? Kentucky Lake fishing report is this. It's fishing good. Yeah. Well, it, it was. And we got an Arctic blast right now. Lots of big smallmouth being caught and some big largemouth. Michael uh, got himself a K&K Custom $100 gift card for Ooh. being a, a, a viewer. Wow. Oh, there you go. Don says Don's team is your on. I feel like I like the Texas tackle. Yes. They fit my little bitty hands very well. Oh, that's cute. Oh, there was some people asking about the hangover. Do you have one handy? All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow Bateman up here. 
I really need to go fish it, to be honest with you. Maybe next week yeah. I can so call it. Some people said it's a little stiffer, which I think is intended, right? Yeah. So anytime you put a uh so it's not really a harness in here. If you look at this, and you can probably see here. This isn't all lead. It, the lead is actually encased in a plastic like encasement. Two things that does uh, keeps it uh, the lead from oxidizing and they get all nasty like one of the oh, perfect example right here. That lead oxidizes and then you get this nasty like film. Believe it or not, this one will still catch. It just what looks is like this? what some bit is that? That's an Osprey top talon. So yeah, the optimums were very bad for that they would oxidize and turn the plastic white. right so and and you can see here on the bottom it, it where that lead is um so your weights up here so and the way it's built in here it's going to keep a fish if you decide to put a treble hook down there or add weight or whatnot it's going to keep it from pulling completely out so they are thicker uh, and that plastic's going to be a little bit stiffer. Even the, an Osprey top town is not a soft swim bait. It's, it's soft in the back end. So that, that happens. When you add that lead, it's, it's, you know, going on there. So I will say there is there is definitely some mixed reviews about this bait on social media. And I'm going to be honest. Just because you go throw it in your farm pond that and you tried burning it doesn't mean it's a bad bait. Um. I made this post on Facebook, and you I think you saw it, Hellabass, about a week before it launched. There's three sink rates. There's a slow, a medium, and a fast. The best retrieve, consistent swim, is your fast sink, and it makes sense. Usually a heavier swim bait, you can reel faster. It's going to track sure. Whereas you get like the XPS, the Babe, even this Osprey. I've had to tune these things before because when you start slowing them down, they tend to want to roll over or whatnot and guys get them out of the package they go whip them out in the farm pond and they go oh god it's terrible or they barely move the bait and it starts spiraling. so you got to find the right retreat you know i haven't played with mine that much but i thought about dairy queen they didn't give me my onion rings they charge us for them those mother dairy queen jipped my wine they do not want her going back but anyway um so you got to find the right retrieve you know ben no surprise, he, he threw the 316 uh, topic rising sun a long time. Still, that's a really good bait. Again, it can be finicky. And we all know that Bass Pro Swim Bait, definitely finicky. But when you dial in that right retrieve, you get that head motion, the tail waggle. And, you know, you just got to dial it down. Now, that's not saying they put out a bait they didn't play with because, dude, Ben's been throwing this thing for a year. And then, We've also heard, well, it's designed only for four face and sonar. Not really, you know. Guys were throwing the Osprey, uh, the Eagle, the California Swim Babies line throughs way before four face and sonar. So, um, yeah, this, but this, I reckon the same way. This Birkin yes. swimmer, super, super slow, high, and I like, but you add a little nail weight into the chin, and then it changed. Like, so I mean, like. Yeah, and I mean, I get it when people say uh, mag drafts can be finicky too. Like, there's really yep. only you got to find that right speed for a mag draft. If you don't reel it fast enough, the tail doesn't move. If you reel it too mm -hmm. fast, it doesn't it blows out. Like, yeah, now some people their 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 argument is well, bass eat a piece of a jenga. Actually, quote this: they'll eat a jenga uh, block. Well, yeah, I mean, 
but who's winning a tournament on a Jenga block? Maybe one out of a million. Um, or, you know, it, now that forward facing sonar is out there, you don't need realistic baits and they'll eat anything. Uh, it's just these bait companies are trying to put the uh, shenanigans on you. Um, I disagree with that because there's been many times, and you probably know, Rich, where you can see fish and want to get them to eat, and they just don't, no matter what you put in front of them. Yeah. And I think that's the frustrating part of forward facing sonar is you see fish that you want to bite, and you're like, I can get it to bite this. Well, nope change this nope change this nope they just don't buy it you don't see that when you didn't have forward facing sonar and you're just going down a bank or fishing a hump or whatnot you say oh, i ain't getting a bite there's nothing there when in turn there's probably something there it just isn't attracted to what you're doing so yeah i that's the one thing i do like about the hangover with the line through system to put the, the hook on the top mm-hmm. because my biggest complaint about mag drafts when you start catching four or five pound plus bass the times, the number of times you catch them in the tongue with this hook, yes, not great. You, they bleed, and yeah, uh, I mean, so tournament situation option, is not. Now, good. I think this is a great system for hooking fish, but I think the top hook probably hooks just as many <laughs> or close to it, and it's better for the fish. Um, yeah, the only problem you'll get with a line through sometimes on a top hook rig is if they choke it, they'll really choke it like you know, back down to the gullet, but, uh, if they're eating it that I, good, I guess it doesn't matter if it's top or bottom or anywhere. Right. So. Correct. I mean, listen, it sucks in a tournament and it sucks looking one on the turn, but tongue, but if you can get, get an eight pound plus bite on a swim bait. I really don't care where they're hooked. Hopefully, hopefully everything's going to be okay. You know, you never want one to perish or anything, but usually those big bass that they, they'll get it down there, but their head's so big. It doesn't, you know, it misses the crushers. Whereas like two or three pounder tries to choke it. It gets down there. Uh, I haven't tried the five inch mag drafts. I heard they were pretty popular. The Mississippi river with guys. Um, most of the good swim baits need a little finessing and tuning. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just something you gotta like. Hey man, I remember the bass part, part of the game. The, the shadowlicious peel the skin off and bull your tails. I mean, look, how many crankbaits do I own that have writ, uh, swam perfectly true out of the package? I would say probably less than 30% of the ones I buy, I don't tune at one point. Like, I like Six Sense. I like Strike King. I like Spro. Uh, I would say Spro is probably the most consistent. But, you know, I've, after a few fish, sometimes I've got a wonky. You got to tune them. Um, so other than a rubber worm and a creature bait you know yeah you gotta play with things michael just find yourself like a small eighth ounce nail weight and put it right in the right in front of the harness there right in the chin and it changes how easy like this bait runs so much better and you can fish it like a little more you can cover water a little more effectively it's definitely worth a shot <clears throat> i will say chris says he's going to stick with the scottsboro launthers dude that scottsboro makes an awesome launther swim bait it's it's badass like you know i would put that in my top five launthers good price you see me thinks you sound like james overstreet really i've met overstreet he's a cool dude cool dude 
Let's see. Yeah, no sense fixing what ain't broke. If you got something that's working for you, throwing them. Yeah, we all like to try new baits and things and new techniques. And, you know, I've tried to force myself into the Ned game. Maybe that'll work. But um, everyone's got their favorites, man. Lightning M still has six of the BPS swimmers. AJ Greaves, Spro, good consistency, good runners. Mm-hmm. I mean, your injection molded baits are always going to be your best baits <clears throat> as far as like repeatability and consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And that's you know, the thing about balsa. What makes it good is it's not consistent. It's because you right. buy four baits and you get that one that gets that magical hunting action that you may not get in an ABS bait. Uh, but if you're a guy that wants most of your things to run real consistent, not mess with it. Probably going to a plastic bait is, is what you want. And as good as balsa baits as I got from awesome builders, I still have to tune a few to my liking or whatnot. Yeah. I, I, there was a guy that used to fish some tournaments in Wisconsin that I knew and he would take a 50 pack of yum dingers or 30 pack. And he'd fill up his bathtubs. It was almost full. So it was like two feet deep. And he'd drop them in there, and he'd throw away the ones that didn't fall like the rest. So that when no he threw kidding. a wacky rig or something, he was always getting the same shimmy from his stickworms. That might be OCD. Yeah. But, I mean, look. I mean, people do weird stuff, and they, you know, if it catches you more bass, I'm I'm all for it. I, I mean, my old if KVD came out it. right now and said his secret to catching fish on spinnerbait was he put everyone on a close hanger and ran it in circles around his bathtub. There would be hundreds of people doing that tonight. Yeah. I would be one of them. I should, maybe I should put up some of my old OG bass tricks on whatnot every now and then. The only, I bid on some the other day. Uh, the only problem is mine are, are greasy and I don't want people to buy them and go, Oh, these are all greasy, nasty. They still catch. You just dip them in water. I mean, the bass don't care at all. But uh, plus, I like yeah. fishing them. So I think Panger's I like having them. the new owners of Asterix on the next week or so. Oh, uh, he's. I'd love to be on there. So I, uh, I meant to say, and I need to talk to Panger. I'm going to go visit Miss Joanne at Mike's Tackle World next week. I think I'm going to go Tuesday. And do video. Going to do video back to Mike. I want to. Everybody go subscribe. Put your notifications on. Baxter's putting out a video. I might put two up. I'm not really surprised. Oh. Possibly three. I'm going to are film going, three. Are you anyway. taking Bateman or is he going to be in school? No, he'll be in school. But I'm, I'm going to go visit Miss Joanne. Y'all don't know, since I filmed that video, she's had, um, I believe it's uh, colon cancer. Um, mm-hmm. She's recovering. But they sent me a really sweet Christmas card and a hoodie. And... I need to go back up there and visit and just see what's changed and, and film a little video. Uh, they're good people, but um, I might go visit McKee outdoors while I'm in Knoxville Saturday. Um, really good dude. He's got some cool stuff. And that's the, yeah. uh, at the classic, that's where I first bought these. I think I got them three for 30 bucks and started throwing them up here. They were fish catchers. So, yeah, that's where I actually first seen it in person. It was the East Tennessee show. Um, and dude, this booth was so hectic. Like, I, I'm I'm a people person. I don't mind being around people. But when I'm shopping, looking for something, 
I don't really want to smell Bubba that just got done telling vehicles for the repo man next to me, crowding me up. Yeah, Chris, I'm I'm 99% sure, and maybe Baxter can. So because he he was teasing the show, but didn't want to give it away. And Panger said, uh, he said something like, "Jay, I remember back when Jay Yellis." was doing everything he could to keep them the word from getting out. And I'm pretty sure Yellis was showing a Bastrix early on back in the day, wasn't he? Yep. Yellis was the guy that also kind of inspired Berkeley to make their hollow belly. Like, so the Bastrix blew up and then all of a sudden the first company to make a KO is uh, Berkeley. They had the hollow belly, their hollow belly swimmer. And then you had um, not true bass before they were true bass. It was hippo. Um, and then some other companies made one, and then all of a sudden, the kind of hop kind of slowed down. And then Skeet Reese wins at uh, I believe it was before Gunnersville, he won at Smith Lake, Virginia, on a bass tricks. But that was, I think, I don't think that was the hollow belly, I think that was a different style bass tricks. That was like a it was more like an osprey style line through, or no, I think that was the hollow belly, I think it was. Because then a couple years later, he won on the bigger, like seven inch, yeah, at Gunnersville. But I don't remember, yeah. Um, but I think it was like when Yellows was on his late, like kind of the last big run he made, every tournament he was going to, he was throwing a hollow belly, like right where he went. Yeah, Bastrix never made a line through or a harness bait, it's all been just a uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. It's possible. What's the the company that, uh, he threw a Rago swim bait a lot. That's what I was thinking. It was the Rago. That's yeah. what I was thinking. His early Smith Mountain was a Rago. That's what I was thinking. He might have. I think he may have used that as well. Um, but or a trash fish. Yeah, Skeet Skeet did had the trash fish deal, but I know I know he won two tournaments using a bass trick. I don't mean exclusively. Um, that Gunnersville one though, when he won at Gunnersville on a TVA lake on that thing, holy smokes, you cannot find a bass tricks in the south. You, do you remember when they kind of first got popular and there was only like the, only the West Coast shops had them for a while? Yep. You probably were because you were trying to get them for your Tennessee, Kentucky shops. But the, like the, my was, first ever like, warehouse order, it was Bass Tricks and some 316 Mission Fish. And uh, what was the other co- Bass Tackle Depot had an yes. inside line on yep. it? Sure did. Rick Rick Burns was part of that, helping them out. Um I forget was it it wasn't it was Mark Mendez, not Mark Menendez, but Mark Mendez right. that ran Bass Tackle Depot, I think. Yeah, evidently he owes a bunch of people a lot of money. Yeah. Um interesting. They actually were a pretty good I mean, sounds like there was some shady stuff, weird shady stuff in the fishing industry, but like they were a good shop uh for right. a while. Uh but they had a <laughs> speaking of shady, so to get bass tricks at one time, you had to call and basically for every dollar of Bastrix you wanted, you had to buy something else. So if you wanted a hundred dollars in Bastrix, you'd have to buy a hundred dollars of tackle or reels or something like that. Yeah. Dude, it, it got so bad at one point. So we're ordering five, six, seven thousand dollars at a time. And that's really it sounds like a lot. It is a lot, but compared to so I got to, me and Bruce, the original guy at Bastrix, we got to be buddy-buddy. He's a really nice guy. He'd tell me stories just about life. And he's told me the whole deal, how Bastrix started, how he made the molds, everything. I told him I never would say it, but I'm not going to. 
But uh, one day we had a $12,000 order and he calls and you got to pay for your stuff. There's no net terms. You give him a credit card or send him PayPal, whatever. And I said, man, this is the largest order we ever had, but people are waiting, waiting, waiting. I've got so many of these pre-sold. I'm afraid I don't have enough. He said, well, he said, that's not, he said, I understand your concern, but you know, this order tackle warehouse is $150,000. And I was like, holy smokes. He said, so I kind of had to put you on the back burner for a couple of, mm. a couple of weeks. And I said, man, that's crazy. He said, yeah, I've already made a back order of $75,000. I'm like, holy smokes, dude. How many freaking baits? And that's when I kind of learned that tackle warehouse is a whole lot bigger than many people think. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, before they were readily available, because like there was a time when Bass Tackle Depot and a few others, I think they were even not even in tackle warehouse yet. And I was actually, Josh Douglas and myself, we're buying them from Bass Tackle Depot. And we were, we were like buying Corrados and mm-hmm. buying like to get these baits, but then we were reselling them on eBay. Um, yeah. And so like, you know, I'd buy, I think they were like nine or 10 bucks a pack for three or four or whatever. And if you could get the right color, you could sell those colors for 30, 40, 50 bucks a pack on yep. eBay. Mm-hmm. So you could, Buy the Bastrix and get yourself a reel. And if you flip the right packs, you'd be able to keep a couple things of Bastrix and have a new reel out of the deal. Yeah. I mean, look, I do that stuff all the time, you know, just like my Facebook marketplace. Look, so this was basically free Corrado E7. You know, I saw it in a lot with a bunch of other poles and stuff. And, you know, I sold everything on whatnot that I got except for this reel. I basically got the reel free. So that was my profit, a hundred fifty dollar reel. Oh, I really went with the reel. You could sell that for hundred and fifty bucks and if you needed it, right? So that's like yeah. a little Yeah, I mean, I told my wife if something ever happens to me, there's a few people you can call and just let yeah. them know about the Don't sell it for you. Call call Rich, call Darius, call <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but don't sell yeah. it. Don't call sell Eric. it for what I told you I bought it for. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when them balsa baits I'm like, oh yeah, so and so gave them to me. I'm like, yeah, I paid about thirty bucks a piece for them whole things. Yeah, the live tricks things, those are cool. I, I, man, I got my new bat. I got a bunch of new stuff from Bass Tricks. I'd showed off on one stream, but the live tricks and his little sonar heads, really nice. And hmm. he's making a swim bait head now. That's basically the revenge swim bait head. And I love that head. I think that's one of the best ones. One tip I got from Clint Davis on throwing a Bass Tricks. I was fishing with him, practicing for a, um, a, a strand, and then we fished after the tournament. Is make your hook a little smaller. Instead of everyone on a four aught or five aught, get that big old hook back there. It runs like a two aught or a three aught. And so what it does, it keeps the weight more toward the front of the bait, and it, you get a, a nicer, right. even keel on it. You get two back, two back, two, and it, whether it's a K Tech or a Bastrix or these guys any swimmer you don't want to hook if you're more than halfway your hook's probably too far back and you're probably killing the action yep and it took me a couple of years to learn that i was always throw a five out hook in there or a six yeah, like i don't want them to short strike and i want like kind of back like i'm sure when you were a kid the first time you rigged up a, a 10 inch worm you probably wanted like a seven knot worm hook in it because you thought mm-hmm. you needed to be way better but if the bass want it they get it by the head yep 
I agree with that. I, I saw some TikTok one day, some kid literally threading the, the hook three inches down his worm. This is where, because they bought the tail. I'm like, bro, they bought the head of a big worm. Like, you know, how would you ever hook up with one with a four or five out hook if they don't? And you can see that in, like, Mercer does a lot of underwater footage and tactical bassing. They may suck from the bottom, like, but they bite down on the head. Yeah. That's right, Shane. More and more options streaming. This is always yeah. the best live experience, though, Shane, the most interaction. You know, you can always Dude, catch the other guys on the on the replay. I like to say the original After Dark, Hella Bass and Bait Man. Yeah. I like those guys. They're great people, too. So oh, I, just yeah, like, no, I yeah, like to sure. give Ken and Carpenter some crap. Uh, that's, yeah, I don't quite understand the zero degree live scope fish obsessed mount, but I think I might get one for next year to try it out. Um, I need a little bit, learn a little bit more about it. I've got a tab open on my screen. It's been sitting there looking at it, thinking about getting one, but uh, I probably will get one for next year to try it out. See, it's supposedly... It's supposed to help you, but I, I don't quite understand what it does or why, but maybe it'll help me with my three. I don't know, but I definitely think that the one version definitely helps you go between 360 and uh, what's the uh, the horizontal quicker. Look at that! Oh, Bassmaster Matt made it for some live. Nice. You might want to try to be there next week because uh, Gary's coming on next Wednesday night, Bassmaster Matt, 8 p.m. Do Gary Dobbins' third third time on the show. I like Gary. Good dude. Gary always brings uh, the boys to the yard when he comes on live. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to see if I can convince Darius to take me fishing next week. Darius? I'm going to call him out right here. So Darius, when you go for I'm not bringing you some A-Rig. I need now. to bring you some A-Rig. Baxter fishing next week. I don't even know if my GoPro works anymore. He's catching fish in one of my favorite spots, just rubbing it in on me on Instagram. It's a good spot. Sounds familiar. I don't know I know him personally. Am I planning on a new rod? Um, I haven't figured out yet, but I do have this. Uh, I guess we could talk about this. I bought this monocoque which one is this again the ballistic black friday so i probably will get a new spinner rod for this one i need to invest in perspective i mean as far as i know perspective mode is still a thing on life scope i don't know what that i need to invest in a couple more spinning rods and reels to be honest with you i've got you one 100 we'll make it happen I got a little housework for old Brittany to get done. But other than that, I should be pretty free next week. Yeah, last weekend I, I uh, cleaned out the pipe from the dryer and got all the, like, lint that had kind of built up in, like, the, the turns. <laughs> I do not have go. good luck. Backlash Pro, I could take you to Barron for some spring hybrid topwater. Dude, I'd love, I've never been to Barron. I would take you up on that Backlash Pro. I'll drive up there. I'd, I'd love to go to Barron. Um, it's a cool lake. First, it's got a lot of good fish in it. You know, it's got good numbers. 
Yeah, if I'm going to OHIV or Falcon or especially Falcon in the heyday, getting them out of brush, uh, I'm definitely going to beef up my hook. God, I, I love Falcon in the heyday. Just watching those, like Terry Bolton, you know, he did almost one event down there. It was like this, and he stayed for like two days. And he said, I just couldn't stop catching seven and eight pounders on a worm. Yeah. And I love I a big like worm bite. Uh, uh, if you can go back and find it, the East West Fish Off that FLW did was a crazy tournament. Yeah. I missed the old FLW. Was Hackney in that one? In the East mm-hmm. West Fish Off, I think. I missed the old FLW. How to run a good thing. Signed Boyd Duckett. <laughs> what else? Well, so you're going to do a video. I'm going to try to do Teams coming up. Yeah. Week. I'm trying to, I was actually going to ask Pangrak to be, uh, on next week and kind of talk about, uh, not so much a rear year in review, but just, uh, maybe his plans for 2024. Talk a little bit about BTL, talk some baits, um, what's he's learned. Kind of see if we can get some Bassmaster open secret baits nobody talks about and stuff. Uh, I need to te- I need to text text him. I like Pangrak a lot. I do text him quite a bit and bust his balls about Oklahoma football. Um, I was actually here's my idea, Matt. If you're watching, I'll text you about it. I was thinking of seeing if I'm going to Mike's Tackle World. If I could get Pangrak to buzz in me for mics because I think that'd mean a lot to Joanne and the BTL guys. Uh, I have to get there really early in the morning, but I think it would be a great surprise. So I, you're saying I, like you could call into BTL on StreamYard on your phone and be like correct. live mics. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'd, I, I think oh if you text him he'd, and he was doing a show that day, I bet you would figure it out. If he said we couldn't this week, but I got the next week open, I could just postpone a little bit. Because after my long break this week, I'll have three days off the next week. So we, we, we can maybe do that. I think that would be cool. But uh, I don't know. A uh, couple whatnots. But, you know, like I said, I got this big unboxing of Vintage Lures. Need to get that done. And then, you know, whatever. You know, if I go to Knoxville, I'm, I'm going to try to shoot a little content. I'll be honest, Hellbass. I think these iPhones shoot just as good as video as the DSLRs and stuff. And obviously in editing wise, DSLR is a little bit smoother getting from an iPhone to a windows computer is a little difficult at times, but man, I think the quality is just as good, if not better. And it's versatile. That's, if you need to shoot something, you just pull it out of your pocket. That's all I've ever used for my like vlog camera is my Samsung's. Yeah. My wife's got that new Samsung. Holy smokes. Is it awesome? I've, I've never like, Whatever, thirteen thousand, almost fourteen thousand subscribers. I've never had a mirrorless camera. I had one, and to be honest, it's a pain in the ass. That's what I'm doing. I'm actually fixing to uh, go eat my food. If that's cool with yeah, you, yeah. I think we kind of covered the show tonight, just under two hours. Probably wrap things up. If you want to check out, uh, was it is it Baxter Bateman, Bateman Baxter, and whatnot? Yeah, Bateman Baxter. Bateman Baxter. I'm just I'm hella bass baits, I think. Um otherwise I think you can go if you go back 
we both have the replays of our streams. So if you don't want to like search it, you can just go to one of our replays on YouTube and click the link in the description and that will take you to the, the channels. Yeah. So, well, hello bass. Uh, I'll, you can either join me one night next week. We might get a surprise stream. Um, I need to get more consistent. I hadn't done anything in a week and a half. I've noticed I got finally got some upticks in subscribers. I think I also need to do YouTube shorts again. I didn't realize those got the views. So, They've kind of fixed that now. The YouTube shorts actually work with your regular account. So, um, all right. But, well, yeah, I'm going to uh, wait your nuggets and I'll, I'll wrap things up here. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks again for having me and, uh, to all the people out there. Thanks for listening to this BS once again about bass fishing and baits and <laughs> vehicles and college football. Who knows? But appreciate all you guys. And uh, yeah, shout out to Hawkeyes for rolling over dead against the Vols. Good job, oh guys. <laughs> yeah, that was for bad. Our Iowa listeners. <clears throat> yeah, I hope Debo's fishing ain't too mad at me. He's a big Hawkeye guy. But I'm going to go eat some chicken. You guys have a good one. All right. Thanks. All right. So, yeah. Final reminder here on the, the Powerhouse Lithium giveaway. Uh, Run through it one more time. If you remember, buy something at Omnia or Powerhouse Lithium using the codes. No minimum purchase necessary. Send me a screenshot. That'll get you entered. Coming into tonight, there was eight people eligible. We'll figure out. You'll have until next week to get in, and then we'll figure out how we whittle it down from the eight to however many other people join in um, to give away this uh, 48-amp-hour uh, 16-volt lithium, which will run two 12-inch graphs plus a live scope and the box for a full day. Uh, so you can have a dedicated battery for that and have the best, cleanest, crispest screen on the planet for using those scopes if you're into that thing. Uh, so that's how you enter. And uh, otherwise, we're going to wrap it up next week. Uh, Gary Dobbins, the much anticipated, much requested. Um, he'll be here next Monday night, 8 p.m. Nick, get it in ideally by the Dobbins show next week, but probably cut it off Friday. The 12th and then i'll figure out how we're going to whittle it down from those that get in if it's going to be eight or ten or twelve to uh to a winner so no you know you can one bag of worms one one cricket one jig at omnia if you're a member and uh send me a screenshot and we'll uh, we'll go from there and get you in there um as always here to help you guys catch more big bass suck less thanks for tuning in Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.